Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio. Tonight I am joined by the bottle capless one, Gerard Barrera. Nerds, nerds, nerds. We have some news. <laughs> yeah. That is correct. No more bottle caps. <laughs> no more bottle caps. No more contacts. Did it I can say see. Yeah, I they did. call I, them bottle first. caps, Grizzly Adams. <laughs> and and that guys is the untamed main one, Jason Melidio. How's it going? Oh, What's going man. on? What can How's I the... see, you ask? The truth. <laughs> you can see the truth if it hits you in the face, dude. That's oh, not entirely man. true. Dude, they, like, I have, uh, I've yeah. had my moments. You have, like, what, 2015 vision now? You can see ants crawling all over? Uh, right now, well, from my checkup, I have... Uh, yeah, tw- actually, you you guessed right. Twenty fifteen, right now. Oh my god, do we need to get you but, a Cyclops visor now? But uh, <laughs> but the doctor down. said by the by the time I I heal completely, I could be as close as like twenty forty. Uh, huh? Twenty forty is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well then, so. I'll say this for our listeners is you guys all know, we've got the newborn in the house. So if you guys hear him in the background, the little one is crashing game night with us tonight. Player four. Chilling player uh, (laughs) in our house. Player four has entered the game. You know, we're at that. We're standing at the, uh, the Ninja turtles cabinet there in the arcade, dropping our quarters you know, <laughs> a little wrath over here. Well, what's what if you get to the X Men cabinet? Then uh, that's going to be oh, something dude. else. Love that X Men cabinet. <laughs> Love it. Took many my back in the day. <laughs> I was, I was always, always Wolverine. Everyone always fought for that yeah, one. I was, all, I like yeah. Nightcrawler, man. Nightcrawler. Dude, was awesome. Wolverine, so was Cyclops. Second choice. My 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 first choice was Wolverine as well. But what was your guys' second choice? Cyclops. If, if that was taken. Okay. If, if okay. That was taken. I actually used Dazzler. Oh. Really? Yeah. Dude, I went Colossus. Dude, like, do you ever see Colossus? Dude, Colossus was awesome. And that's why I miss, you know, I missed that on my Xbox when I had the 360. That was. Was that Jay? It was. Jay, was that? What did he? Was it special moves? What's that? What's special? <laughs> um. Anybody who remembers that arcade knows exactly what I just did. Except for you, yeah. that's like that old school arcade, though. Except yeah. for you, just looked like a poor man's Wookie when you did that. <laughs> I'll take that. Hey, so our listeners out there, leave a comment. Let us know what yours was. You know, like number one, number two. Except for Jerry, you couldn't pull a you couldn't pull somebody's arms out of their sockets when you lose. So hence, poor man's Wookie. Yeah. So, okay. But but Jerry, what was that Colossus uh, soundbite again? all right so let's let's get on with with the show tonight we're gonna stop embarrassing jerry again you know 
So, which I don't mind, obviously. <laughs> right. All right. So uh, it's been a it's a busy news week this week, guys, um, especially on the cinema side. So we're going to start off with uh, Ryan Johnson, uh, who we all know of Last Jedi Infamy or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he is already working on the script for Knives Out, too. So obviously that did well enough to where. Uh, we're gonna get a sequel well, for it. Well, it was it was critically <laughs> praised as well. It, it <laughs> I think he he redeemed himself from Jedi with this movie because a lot of people really liked it, mm-hmm. myself included. I thought it, I thought it was a very good movie. Yep. And then um, following up on those news, speaking of sequels. Harrison Ford is set to begin filming Indiana Jones 5 in approximately April. Good luck. Um, Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. And per and per Kathleen Kennedy at Lucasfilm, it is a continuation and not a reboot. Um, yeah. yeah. So it is that is set for a July 9th of 2021 release date. Um, so I wonder is is Shy LaBeouf coming back? I actually kind of hope so. I don't know. I mean, because Crystal Skull sucked. <laughs> Crystal Skull. I mean, yeah, but Shia LaBeouf. Now, I'm kind of into it. Yo, the yeah, the revamped quote unquote Shia LaBeouf as just like dude, like yeah. he seems a lot more grounded and like you know what he because he knows who he is now and back then when I, like like he's admitted this when he was like in the wheelhouse in the hollywood wheelhouse uh he didn't have a lot of like he he didn't enjoy it as much i think if if he if he got the opportunity he would enjoy it this time well you know uh, it will be it'll be interesting to see what happens and how they do the sequel. They haven't said anything about what the story is or anything like that. Um, it'll be interesting because he's also said that every time he plays Indiana Jones, he has to relearn how to use a whip. Yeah. Um, hopefully he doesn't uh, you know, uh, hurt himself what? or or break a foot or anything while on the uh, on set like he did for Star Wars. Uh. What I'm. Um, what I would would laugh at, and what would be pretty cool, is if uh, Short Round came back. Doctor Jones, Doctor Jones, you know. <laughs> oh my he god! He is now he is now an adult. He is now going to be like. He still can't reach the pedals, so yeah, I don't think. But yeah, dude, I don't think he aged well. But still, like I mean, <laughs> that would be that would be like a like just a cameo, you know, just pull out a cameo in there. Like, He's like that Uber would be driver. <laughs> yeah, or or like you called Doctor Jones. Yeah, what he's doing yeah, like exactly. Me. So yeah, now, That'd be cool. now be speaking cool. of uh, sequels, uh, Alicia Vikander is going to be reprising Laura Croft, and Tomb Raider Two is set to begin filming in April as well. Now, per an article from Push that. Square uh, via Geek Vibes Nation, it is going to be set. Um, Rather, it's going to be uh, the script wise is going to be set on both Rise of the Tomb Raider and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So the script is going to cover both games, essentially. Really? And it's set for a March 21st, 2021 release date. It was good, nice. you know, but 
I don't know if it really it was good enough for a sequel though. Uh, I do. I do. I absolutely do. It was it was a decent enough. Uh, it was a decent enough of a, a good movie. Uh, I just I discussed someone else before. The, the problem with the movie that it kind of missed was that uh, Tomb Raider was always known to have some kind of like sci-fi element to it. Yep. Like the like the legends always turned out the, to be true or in some yeah, way. They're spiritually and or they, you know. yeah, yeah, and they really. It's kind of weird. They kind of went the other way with this movie. They made it a little too real, like too yep. like realistic. Where like and this everything, one's, it was it was about is, a, a spy company that was like mm-hmm. trying to take over, like and there was uh, espionage and, and stuff like that, and like it was good. But that's that was it was missing that element, that sci-fi and, element. And this time around, by basing it on Rise and Shadow, that supernatural piece of it, so to speak, is supposed to be covered. Yeah, that. I hope so. I hope um, so because uh, I, I loved the the recent trilogy of the games too because they were yeah. they were great. I still got to play both Rise and Shadow. So, um, but the reboot was fantastic. Yeah. Really. Oh, absolutely. Um. Now, talking about the the supernatural and spiritual and everything, um, Tom Holland recently gave an interview alongside Chris Pratt where he was asked about Uncharted. And he said that I read the newest draft of the script on the way here, and it's one of the best scripts I've ever read. Like, it really, really jumps off the page. And I think what Uncharted offers that most video game films don't is that it's an origin story to the game. So if you played the games, you haven't seen what's going to happen in the film. And if you haven't um, played them, you're going to enjoy the film because it's information that everybody's getting for the first time. Now, it looks like they're saying it's probably going to begin production after Spider-Man 3, which Spidey 3 is set to begin filming in July. Um, And it is rumored that... Venom director Ruben Fleischer is set to direct, but that has not been confirmed. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, honestly, it's eight directors. But here's the thing is, Jerry, you and I have both said that this project needs to die. But if Tom Holland feels this good about the script, let's just get the movie done. Uh, I I wasn't in entirely like up for the movie to die. I like as far as I like we found out that it was going to be a prequel and have nothing to do with the movies fine but it definitely had a lot of obstacles and and mishaps to well we wanted to it make I mean, me very worried <laughs> I mean we said this a couple months ago that we they should just kill it because it was on director number 6th or 7th right after and that's um, not night, a good sign what once but, once night left the project and it was like when Travis said, "Hey, I can't, I can't deal with this. I am going to bounce out." We were like, "Okay, dude, this is six directors. You've yeah. gone from starting where Mark Wahlberg was supposed to be Nathan Drake to now Tom Holland is Nathan Drake. Mark Wahlberg is playing Sully, <laughs> and you know, yeah. which is so. going to be interesting." So. Yeah, I just don't know. Like, I don't know about the whole Mark Wahlberg thing. Yeah, I I don't know if it's going to be good because it's like, 
I, I'm kind of iffy on it just because if it's going to be, it's got to be that one sweet spot yeah. uh, right in between all the games. I mean, we'd had a little bit of the background uh, when um, Nathan Drake's uh, brother came in, Sam. You know, when he came in, okay, we had some backstory there. We had a little bit of that, like, teenage years, yeah. like, early adult years. But there's that small gap that you're going to fit a whole movie. That, so, like, Tom kinda, like, Holland, that one I don't mind for an origin piece of it. My thing is, Sully, is Mark Wahlberg is Sully, though. He doesn't... I don't know. He doesn't fit Victor Sullivan to me. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't got the chops, you know? I, I just don't... No, he doesn't, like... It, you need to, when they said Sully they said has Brian like Cranston. bravado, like old guy bravado. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like the Sean Connery in in Last Crusade, or like a Paul Newman man, like dudes who could sell, kind of sell those cheesy lines, but like with swagger. And honestly, I don't when see that they with said Marvel. when they said Brian Cranston was going to be he Sully, could do it. Yeah, I was like. Hell yes, he, Tom Holland is Drake, and yeah. yeah, he was absolutely spot on for me. Brian, when they said Brian Cranston, I'm like, okay, that that salt, like it's good, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just don't know. Like even as a young Sully, it's still hey, I don't know. I, I don't see because I, I like Mark Mark Wahlberg, but it's just it, this part is kind of like. It's different. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. That's one of my concerns, too. Yeah. Mm. Now, something I'm not concerned with, um, and this is on the MCU side, is John Krasinski wants to play Mr. Fantastic. Done. And in a interview, he said, you're like, do you have any interest in not shattering people's dreams? He laughs. I would love to be in the Marvel Universe. I love those movies because they're fun. And I also think they're really well done. And certainly a lot of my friends are in those movies. I have no idea what Marvel is thinking. But if they're considering me for Mr. Fantastic, continue to consider me because I would love it. Dude, he, oh my God, he yes. looks yes, Mr. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, yeah. And package no deal with Emily to... Blunt as Miss, Miss Invisible. Boom. Dude. And, no, you know, and no offense to Ian Grofield, who did a he looked the part as well. But John Krasinski just fits Mr. Fantastic. Well, he sold it he for that college. time. Like that was yeah. the, that was like the 2000s. Remember, like uh, yeah. he, he was a good Fantastic. But now it's the MCU. We need like time to get serious and bring it back home. Yep. Like solid. <sighs> Uh, not like, well, not like that. This is that another. Is, this is another one that we do not want to mention ever, ever. Jason, I just, I just needed like regroup because I mean, this is the which iteration of rebooting Fantastic Four. This would be number three. Third, yeah, Cause, three. Because I, as much as I liked uh, Fantastic Four, uh, growing up, it's. They're rebooting it so much that I'm kind of losing interest. Now, yeah, it's uh, I'm not I'm not getting that like oh you know what like oh I'm looking forward to the new Fantastic Four movie. I'm like looking at oh there's another Fantastic Four that's mm-hmm. being rebooted again. 
like I wonder who the villain is going to be. Oh, it's going to be, you know, like Doc, it's going to be Doctor the same Doom. thing, Doctor Doom again, <laughs> yeah. or like, hey, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Now here's the thing, though, is I don't think it'll be the shit show that was the latest iteration of it. Sir, your son is right next to you, but I just don't. I, I don't feel that it's going to be this like, like. I know that MCU is coming up with like more and more like action intense, like very like mm-hmm. you know grabs you right away kind of feel, but it's. Again, I'm not looking forward to seeing like it's see and how I think many times are we gonna see it? I like, agree with you, Jason, on that. I absolutely agree with you because you look at you look at Spider Man, right? Yeah. We got the Sam Raimi trilogy, and then it's like, nope, we're gonna reboot it and go with the Andrew Garfield, you know, version. Well, I mean we have like, and then we get the Tom Holland both version. Sony. Both Sony. Well, no, I, I certainly I get that piece of it, but I'm saying is though yeah. to Jason's point though, is is like we get the first Fantastic Four, then you get Rise of the Silver Surfer with and then they go, okay, now we're going to reboot it. And they decide to go with, you know, the version they did with Miles Teller and all that, which no, no knock on the actors that were in it, right? It was just right. the script. The movie was horrible. And the director. Now we're going to get a potential new reboot of it. I think it's one of those ones, you know, we're on strike three. If they don't get it right, they need to kill it. Like, forget they exist. I understand that, but this is why I'm hopeful, is because it is back at Marvel. And and honestly, look at the streak Marvel has had. They don't mess around. They're going to treat this exactly how they treated their fir- the first Iron Man movie. They're, you know, they're... They, they put a lot of thought a lot of thought into this when they announced that, you know, they're doing a Fantastic Four down the line. Like... I, I'm not that worried now that Marvel's involved or not that Marvel owns it back and it's going to be part of the MCU too. So think about that. Like we might not get that same old story of them like getting their powers, you know, uh, and obviously Dr. Doom is the villain, you know, it could go a many different ways within the universe right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I think Marvel is going to be inventive and bring bring something different to the table. I mean, they, they have to because I mean, I I, I get that which is it's true, already an which established. Is true I, I get agree it's a, with you. Yeah, which, which is I get true it's an established you, brand though. It's it it the rep it, the reputation is on the line because this yeah, is strike. I, get I do get established. That. It's it's established brand. You know, it's like when you think of Marvel, you always think X Men, Avengers, Fantastic Four. But I mean, like, it's now that we're getting to like the Black Widows, where we have like characters that are well known, but they're finally getting some limelight. You know, you yeah. can pull out, so you can pull out like, like the New Mutants or like something that carries on a legacy after the original groups. You know, like or something mm-hmm. that's a little bit farther, or like one that's comparative to X Men, or like. Like we had like X Force, X Factor, things like that, where you can like branch off what you've already created, what you've been so successful with, and then just incorporate smaller. And you have things that people normally haven't read because they're like, oh, well, you know, I only followed X Men, but like this side 
side piece of X Factor coming up, like, oh, like you can have a small movie, you can have one offs, you know, don't be afraid uh-huh. to have a one versus like this. Oh, no, like Marvel's going in with the, the next project is going to be a 65 film, uh, a lineage that's going to expand over three generations of people, you know. <laughs> I, 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 I get it. It's, I feel that's why that, uh, the, the whole uh, Infinity War, what led up to all of it was like brilliant. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. How many films yeah. you went through and it happened within a lifetime, you know, and I want it to be, if, if Marvel has something that pulls out to like the new generation, dude, like you'll have another lineage of like 30 movies that you can put together, you know, but I don't want to see the same recycled stuff again, you know, like as someone that just yeah. really doesn't like watch movies as often, you know, like I only watch like major. You really want to see something new. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, like different. Well, I mean, it's just like super major titles or like like me and you, Jay, like literally went to every midnight showing of Harry Potter, you know, because yeah. I was just tricked. I've never read yeah. a single one of those books. So as an outsider, just seeing it in a media perspective, you know, that's what like engrossed me. Like that's what enthralled me. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, like I can't wait for this. You know? Yeah, me too. Well, I just don't want Fantastic Four to pull that off. Or it's like, okay, now, oh, this is the fifteenth time that they're trying it out again. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's oh, talk about something that. Me, though. Yeah. Let's talk about Shark something 3. that pulled it off. And that's uh, Sonic. Let's talk about uh, pulling, something pulling it off. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. After a fan revolt over the original design <laughs> of Sonic, causes them to pull the movie redo Sonic completely for the entire movie. So redoing all the CGI for him. It is now open to the best weekend ever for a video game. And it is ranking 95% on rotten tomatoes. A video game is a video game. Adaptation movie is ranking 95% on rotten tomatoes. Let that sink in for a second. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. That is nuts. I haven't seen it yet, but, but I, I do want to see course, it. But of course, well, actually, no, it's not an animated movie. It's no, a real movie. It's live action with yeah. Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik. And that's that's yeah. the uh, the like the critics ninety five or the audience ninety five. I that's a good question. Let's go find out while we're in the middle of recording this because that is, I think it's the overall. Overall, the critic score. Yeah, let's, that's that's critics. Overall, is critics. Sonic the Hedgehog is okay. So, audience score is ninety four percent, with verified ratings of eleven thousand four hundred ninety six viewers. The critics, on the other hand, on t- the tomato meter, are giving it a sixty-three percent, and that's only one hundred and seventy-eight critics. Oh wow! But frankly, when it comes to movies, do you really care what the critics say if the fans are happy, the moviegoers yeah. are happy? Because yeah. ultimately, the moviegoers buy your tickets. Yeah, they pay those bills. They keep those lights on. <laughs> So, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Honestly, it looks like a lot of fun. I do want to see it. When I'll go see it, I don't know. But let's let's talk about that nostalgia, especially around the Sonic time, because, I mean, honestly, all of us have known Sega. We've known Sonic and the Genesis for quite some time. So uh, along along that era was Tiger, the old handheld oh. games, you know, Thunderbolt, oh Little Mermaid, Aladdin, you know, some of those classic games. Oh, well, dude, Astro, Ninja Gaiden. I was all about Thunderblade, man. Oh, okay. That was my that was my jam, but. Uh, Hasbro oh, dude, is dude, WrestleMania. Sega Genesis. Sega <laughs> Genesis. Yeah. Hasbro was bringing. I'm back still in the hunt for some games. Yeah. So Tiger's bringing back, or sorry, Hasbro is bringing back the Tiger handhelds. They're going to be 14.99, and when they release, they're going to release it with Little Mermaid, Transformers Generation Two, X Men Project X, and Sonic the Hedgehog Three. What? <laughs> That's pretty cool. Oh I wonder how goodness. they're gonna do, do. They have any uh, concepts or like pictures of what? Oh, they're, they're all yeah. Like? They're online. They look exactly like the Tiger handheld. Same size, the same oh pixelated graphics. Oh my god! I gotta check everything. that out. That's funny. I gotta check if that out. <laughs> if they bring out Thunderblade, I will be picking it up. Oh my god! I, I I would try and pick this, them all up. Just Those only, are going to be collector's items, bro. Nah, no, I don't think that. If no, you can, no, no, if they're, no, no, if they're originals, if yeah. they're the original ones, then yes, they're collector's items. These are going to be the redos. Yeah, I know. But I I think that's okay. We'll see. They're going to be the nice shiny it's plastic that doesn't collect yeah. the dirt and and yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if, or if you like press on the screen, it's not going to just like. Weird out on you, yeah, um, <laughs> dude. I, I I'm gonna go on and know on this one, man. Like, I don't like it. it. I think this is just literally like ever since we had those throwback consoles. This is just another one on oh, the bandwagon. Oh yeah, you know, and it's I I feel that this is. I wouldn't buy these, dude. Like. No matter I'm how not, much the stuff, I'm not buying one, on but I'm things. I'm very interested to see what it looks like. It's, it's, dude, it's it's just literally trying to revive things that they probably had in their warehouse. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I feel that's yeah. what dude, like you know, mermaid, we didn't sell enough of these. Little mermaid just, looks uh, like that. Jason. Let's just yeah, <laughs> let's just uh, repaint them and send them back out. Like yeah. Dude, retro's in right now. Let's it like is. we can get rid of our units, bro. I swear, like, yeah, all the guys right. in the warehouse. That's what I feel dude, like right we're now. Back. We're back. <laughs> it's like, dude, we can fit all this now into like a small chip, and we don't have to pay yeah. for all the crazy. <laughs> right, we had it twenty-five years ago when it was like it cost us twelve dollars to make. Now this should, now this is just going to cost us a dollar fifty. I can remember going small. I can remember going on road trips with my family, right, and bringing along this little plastic bin of all my little Tiger handheld games, that's and it was so like, it, that's what made you, you know what it made. Yeah, you choose too. Yeah. You'd be like, well, yeah, yeah, I, I want to play this one now. 
Okay, let's shut this like, one off. It's like you can only take on. so many VHS like tapes with you. And you gotta bring and on vacation you're bringing like twenty pack of batteries too. Yeah. I mean those things ate batteries like no other. Yeah. 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 And you could tell when they're starting to get dimmer, you're like, oh no, I gotta find (laughs) it's dying, it's dying. (laughs) Mom, is there is there Walmart around? I need batteries. Yeah. I just I I feel that I, I, I enjoy like having those like retro feels you know i just don't think this this one with tiger's little handhelds i don't think that's what we should be looking into uh you know like i've i've actually seen built and played some of the my arcade stand-ups mm-hmm. those things are awesome like shout out shout out to my arcade like they're they're it's really nice because they're not too bulky, but at the same time, like you could have mm-hmm. your, you can sit down at home. It's not super tall, so you can just you sit do. down, grab a chair, put your beer right next to you, you know, and go at it for a few hours. You know, it's very nostalgic. Yeah. You know, and and they do have they have, like in case if you wanted it to have like down. created as like an arcade area in your house, they have yeah. really cool mm-hmm. stands for them too. Oh and yeah. That, and those are affordable, and those like yeah. do bring back and, your life. That's oh, right; man. they are affordable as well. Yeah, they really. And you can add and you can add chips to them, and add in other games and and whatnot yeah. too. So, so. You're, you're not you're not like locked down, but here with the handheld, you're locked down to this. You're gonna. Don't get me wrong. You know, I I like I said, I love the I love these things when I was a kid, but that's what we had back then. Like nowadays, you're you're gonna buy it, you're gonna open it, you're gonna play it for ten minutes. You're gonna be like, dude, so why true. buy this? Why did I buy yeah. this? And exactly then, why everybody else touches retro stuff and then puts it back after. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Because we're too used to what we have now, the technology we have now. We, so let's talk people, about, most people let's talk like about us that, don't have the patience to do that. Let's talk about it's not the the current generation having patience for older tech and let's talk about new tech mm. far cry 6 is in development per jason schreier at kotaku um according to the ubi um earnings call it was a couple weeks ago um they said that they're gonna have it's either five or six titles coming out this year that are considered triple a we already know watchdogs is one of them um uh-huh. it is and rainbow six we're gonna have a new rainbow um, they said there's two unannounced games. It's now kind of being reported by him that it's going to be Assassin's Creed and it's going to be Far Cry. Are we at That'll the point fun. we... I, so right now, Assassin's Creed is the one I'm kind of interested in because they're saying it's going to be set in the Greek... Or not the Greek, but the Norse mythology side of the equation now. Oh. I just hope uh, they don't go too much I God keep of hearing War. that was a rumor. Yeah. I keep hearing. I heard that might be a rumor. I hope it's a rumor because then yeah. you're coming out with a God of War clone. Yeah, and uh, Assassin's Creed has been its own entity forever. Yeah, I, 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 I want it to be something like somewhat recent, you know. But I, I, I totally like, agree. I, don't, I think if I don't. I, I don't want it to be a Call of Duty, but at the same time, it's like. You're going through different time periods. I love that, you know. Like, I, I. But it's almost it's almost time to get time. back to like have a present game. 
Yeah, me and my wife had a great time going through the Assassin's Creed like discovery, where like there's no fighting. You're going around and like checking out like, oh, this is what they did back in the day. Like, you know, learn about the the time period, learn about the relics and stuff like that, and connecting it to oh, history. Yeah. Oh, those that like that seriously took like a good few like four or five hours of me and wife just sitting down and just like oh dang that is that is pretty interesting like that's pretty cool you know and it makes you appreciate one the game and two like the attention to detail they so really they do yeah they do their research for their games yeah yeah if they do go somewhere like i want like I'm, it's going to be weird but i maybe like throw them into like like federal china like rural federal china or like Feudalist Japan or something like that. I don't know that. if That'd you'd want to do. I don't know if you'd want to do Feudalist Japan because you got Ghost of Tsushima coming out. Yeah, I mean, let's. But yeah. I mean, like, if we, if we have Norse, then we're mm-hmm. like, oh, dude, it's like God, God of War, War. too. It's like, yeah, it's like a, a stealthy God of War versus the Guns of Blazing, which Norse people Actual are. God of War. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like, you assume the Norse would like just Guns of Blazing, just like go at it. Yeah, you know, because that's what they and, were. You know, yeah, so, yeah. There's, there's, there's not going to be as much of the like assassinating. Like, hey, let me like sneak around. Like, no, this guy's <laughs> going to come in with the battle axe. Just that's it. Well, yeah. You know what I got to say on this? If only Theo was here for that. I love it. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Speaking of what, shout out to Theo, man. Like, good luck on your tournaments, man. I know you. That's why you're not here tonight. So, good luck on your. Yep. Good luck. Yes. But the reason. There is a reason that we had to play Atreus' theme song. Um, is because <laughs> Fortnite has added the Rickroll as an oh. emote, and it actually if plays I the played, music I too. Totally buy it. That's so great. And it's going to cost five hundred. Totally buy that. It's going to cost five hundred V bucks, which is equivalent of almost five dollars. You know, real cash. Yeah, I would totally buy it. That is so good. Although I'm glad I don't play that because I'm sure everyone's going to buy that and just bombard every server. Here's my thing with it is a lot of the kids that play Fortnite now don't understand what it is. No, they do. They they, they understand they it's a, a troll video. They just understand it yeah. as a troll video. They don't yeah, they don't, they, they don't really they, understand yeah. Oh no, they don't understand how amazing like the actual music video is and the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The actual appreciation. So, and it looks like and it appears like they've actually gotten the backing to play have the music and stuff. <laughs> it's so this is what you're gonna hear all the time in Fortnite though, just this. Yes. And if we're gonna do it, we gotta do it right. <laughs> You're gonna hear so, that nonstop 
in Fortnite. So, yeah. the, so it's, good it's, luck. Good luck. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah. <laughs> so the double-edged sword is there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it makes oh, me want to just man. play just that game just to see it happen just once I in the really, game. I actually do want to kind you of see what? it. But... You know what I want to see? Especially after Ninja made his comments this, this week saying that if you say it's just a game, you're a horrible person. Yeah. Um, I want somebody on Fortnite to kill him and run up and Rickroll his ass. Oh, yes. Just right over his Please. corpse and just, just give him one of these. And, and give him one of those. <laughs> Teabagging is out. So so Rickrolling yeah. is, yeah. Rick is out. Rickrolling is in, baby. And this is, I didn't really want to, I didn't really want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't really know what to talk about, you know, with what his comments were, just because honestly, that's some it's arrogance because he's saying, you know, if you don't if you're not pissed at losing, then you're not a real gamer. And that if you say it's just a game, you're an absolutely horrible person and lazy. But frankly, there's a lot of games like for Jason, myself, Final Fantasy is more than just a game. Right. It's been it's made a part of our our life. It's. It's brought us into a community that we've made friends with, stuff like that. Um, Tetris means a lot to me. But in the end, it's just a game. Yeah. Right? It's it's nothing yeah. to lose your mind over because there's other things more important. Yeah. I that's mean, like... Right. That's I, right, Ninja. That's right, Ninja. It's, it's just a they're, game. They're the, ones that are, they're the ones that are getting monetized for playing. So it's, it I is their it. livelihood. I get I, that. Well, but at the same time, like, thing, bring it back. Yeah, bring it back. You know, yeah. I, 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 I mean, want this to, the I thing. Want to I, I think most, I think most adults understand that, or most of his fans understand. Like, okay, he's a competitive guy. He's where he's at because he has that mindset. But the one thing is, like, dude, Ninja, have someone close to you to tell you that's something you don't say out loud, right? Especially when you've got kids that That's watch you. So, like, it's gonna make you look so stupid. Oh, he's getting roasted on Twitter. Oh yeah, it is like yeah, yeah, yeah. The comments about Cause, it. Cause are... To be perfectly honest, I understand what he's saying. Oh, I did too. But if he if he's saying it like as himself, like that's like his yeah. mindset because he's at the top. He's the top dude. I get that. You know, you got to be good. And you have to have a certain regiment, certain mindset. Yeah, but you don't, you don't say that to the public, and especially your fans. Right. You know, I, that was a huge mistake. So yeah, I think he's getting everything that he deserves right now. Um, you know, regardless if he wanted to say that publicly or not, obviously he did. But um, yeah, he said know, it during one of his live that. streams, and somebody yeah. clipped it and put it out on Twitter. Yeah, 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 that's right. Um, it's to the point where, I mean, names like Alana Pierce, who's a huge, she's she's friends with the kind of funny guys and the what's great, you know, good game um, girls like Andrew, Renee, and all them. I mean, yeah. it, it's getting big attention. And yeah. I, I think rightfully so, because in the end, you just have to realize it is just a game, you know. LeBron James, right? He com- he compared himself to LeBron in that sense, almost in that sense. He's like, it's like you telling LeBron James it's just a game. You know, 
honestly, if you go to LeBron and say it's just a game, he's going to understand where you're coming from. He's going to understand mm-hmm. that there's more yeah. important things like family, especially in light of what just happened with Kobe. Like, well, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, he oh, God. He'll it understand way if more someone important. said that. Like, okay, that's how you feel. That do- That isn't how it's interpreted to me. You know, that's why yeah. LeBron is a champion. But he isn't going to say that's a stupid thing. That's not what I think. You're an idiot. He didn't say that to a fan. No, it, that was Ninja's mistake. He Ninja said, said it on. You are all idiots because that's because you don't yeah. think like me. Exactly. Terrible. Yeah, that's so stupid. So, but he's he's paying for it. So, and really, know, I perfect. do hope I do hope somebody buys that that emote, kills him in game, and rickrolls <laughs> it. That would be the best thing ever, and I want it broadcast <laughs> when it happens. That would be so funny if, if like someone got it. Someone was like watching his stream and like he gets Rick rolled and like rages because like people bombard him. That you would be know, funny. You know he would rage. You know he would. Yeah, if he got taken out, like the whole like the whole yeah. server like just started killing him uh, and Rick rolling him. Or, yeah. <laughs> remember though, remember though, guys. You know, like even if like I don't like I don't know the guy. You know, I, I'm, I'm just bellowing the. Twitter um, post about it. There are some that put on this persona, you know, like we Uh get that, you know, you have that persona because that's how you make your money. You're playing games with this persona like, oh, hey, but yeah, like you guys said, realize that you got, you have like millions of people that are watching you that are fans or like Uh that aspire to do this as well. You know, let them know. Yeah. It is just a game because not everybody. I'm not an NBA player. I will never be an NBA player, you know, yep. using the basketball <laughs> reference. You know, there are things that people just like, hey, like, we're not determined to do these things. Some people are fortunate enough to be able to do these things. But let them have their, like, hey, like, I just want to watch this because it is a game. Just a game that's yeah. good at playing. It's like watching, yep. watching, watching basketball on TV. These people are getting... Paid, they're great at it because they're professionals. People on Twitch realize that you guys are professional gamers and that you're like going out there, you're doing like amazing things for the community. You're actually like like shining the spotlight game. Yeah. But again, we keep saying it's just a game because it is. You know, like I like me and Matt were saying before, like I've met so many friends through old RPG games that were just a grind fest. You know, you start talking to them because what else are you going to do in between time? You know, you talk to them, hang out, get to meet them. Like, I've met a lot of the, my old guild members in Blue Wind that I used to play RO with, like Ragnarok Online. Shout out to my fellow guild members. <laughs> but, um, like, I've known them now for almost 10 years, and... Uh, I had two of them come to my wedding when I got married because you grow more than just playing the game. Correct. You you go into a family mode when you start talking to the same people over and over, when you start getting these relationships, you know, people get married over games constantly. Right. I mean, World of Warcraft, how many stories have you seen where people met? World of Warcraft. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, there's, I think there's like a, a little documentary about it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's very common, and it's to just be like, oh, if you if you stop losing, or if you if you're not because you're not doing it right, it's like, yo, dude, like, 
when I get off work, I want to play some games and, and relax, yeah. unwind. Not take as intense as like yeah. I like I need to make professional. Yeah, hang week. out with hang out with yeah. you guys every week. You know, say hey, you know, welcome crashing game night. Uh, <laughs> my name's not Matthew Oil, but Jason Bolivia. <laughs> <laughs> no, my name's Bottle I think Caps. Moral, I think the moral of it is, man, uh, the, the Twitch streamers need to understand that they are at a professional level, so they need to act as a professional. And uh, maybe this is the first step to where, you know, Twitch streamers, um, you know, need a publicist or something like that. Yep. Know. You know? So... Let's talk, about make some, money. let's talk about history and retro gaming. Uh-oh. So last week, or sorry, back on 212, the original only one in existence Nintendo PlayStation, which we talked about this month or two back on the podcast, yep. um, is being auctioned. The initial starting bid was 15000 as of today, this recording on two twenty, it is now at three hundred thousand dollars. Wow! I mean, it's a piece of history, though, man. That it is, is gaming history. But but this, dude, this but is think, this. think of what why that is getting so high. It is a one of one. It belongs in and, the news. <laughs> but, okay, no, it, it, to quote Indiana Jones, I, it belongs this, in a museum. <laughs> Not the Jones. <laughs> this no, I, 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 this to me is like the second coming of the Nintendo World Championship cartridge. You know, um, oh, it oh. is the second coming. coming it is yeah. nobody, nobody that had it originally. Would I ever have thought that this would be like a six, seven-figure item? You know, um, because that, that the first one sold for a million. I want to know, know who. Gonna, I want to know who let this out of their sight to the point where someone was now able to monetize off of it. Because you know, Nintendo or Sony were like, um, "No, that's staying in our uh, in-house. We ain't uh, letting that thing go." Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, how it got out. Probably so, found at a garage sale. You know. Just <laughs> <Right>. smuggled <laughs> it out. It ain't working now. But yeah, it is the second coming. I I I uh, think it ends like in March, and I really want to see what the final what yep. the final count is. Exactly. I plan because on being sensitive for that. Because it's not only a piece of history. It's one thing that's like going to be literally the like a memorabilia that's forever handed down. You know. Um, yeah. Like it, it, I feel like it's like a Mike Tyson ear, you know, like having that little okay. chunk. I know that it was like sought after for a little while. This is going to be one of the quote unquote, like Holy grails of the video game community. Oh yeah. Let's, let's update this more. It is actually the remaining prototype Okay. So oh, this was—I wow. mean, they hadn't put it into production yet, but it is. The owner of it originally had turned down a 1.2 million dollar offer for it. Oh. Yeah, uh, it's it's it might make it's it going to get up there. Might make it back no. up there though. 
So I'm it's, I'm interested to to see where this thing's at ends up at because the current bid is still three hundred thousand dollars. Because it is it's a holy grail, you know. It's one of those things where you won't even see it anymore. You, you've never it's never reached a shelf, you know. It's a prototype. It's as still kind it of blurry. One game, as long as it plays one game, I feel it's worth. Yeah, who knows what it came with, <laughs> right? Exactly, because one, two, yeah. only you would know exactly what that game that they were mm-hmm. like prototyping, or that that uh, exactly. Um, it's like everybody. It's fun. all the devs with. It's all the devs that have PS fives. It's like all the devs that had access to the Dreamcast yeah. before they dropped it on everybody. Um, yeah. So moving into new tech, since you know we don't like to haggle and. And deal with old tech. We're just old farts like that. Um, <laughs> uh, Dreams launched on on February fourteenth. Uh, it has been a resounding success for Media Molecule, um, which they've been working on it since Little Big Planet, because they didn't do Little Big Planet two um, or three. Or... They kind of that moved on over to uh, Digital Sumo, but somebody recreated fallout four in dreams and it is indistinguishable from the bethesda version yeah that is how stupid these tools are and the head uh the ceo of mini molecule wants to see some of the best games made in dreams turned into psn games where they're actually put on the store and sold Oh, they're that, that is good. A good outlet. That is a good outlet. And yeah. I am, I haven't had a chance to fire up Dreams, I you know, and actually start Dream Surfing and looking for some of these games. I think I may go do that, um, and maybe do an article for the website on that because being that I did early access and paid the thirty dollars for Dreams back then to test it, uh-huh. I got the full game for free. Oh, they basically. Sweet. So when, essentially when what they did was uh, when it came out months ago, I just didn't care for it. Like the tools to me, it wasn't intuitive enough for me, but I'm not a visually constructing. Okay. I can make a mountain out of a molehill by doing ABCD and layering and everything. I'm more like, Hey, visualize it as a camera. You know, that's why I do the visual photography. Right. Um, and whatnot um but yeah i did the the early access for it paid 30 bucks to try it out um and because of that i got the full game they just the gore it. downloads right. oh really uh, it's download i did it, it was a download. download through the psn store yeah yeah so oh, that's cool so yep. you you're yes. used to, to really try it I out i could get to go play dream so i may i may put it back on my console and start going looking at it it really depends because i i want to try and get some of my backlog caught back up because we've got resident evil 3 and final fantasy coming out and honestly if mm-hmm. the pictures of the box are true ff7 is going to be a 100 gig install yeah so yeah, was, I need to make some room, and that's and that's just part one. That's just part one, and it's two yeah. discs. Yeah, it is a uh, two disc game. It's as large as Red Dead Two. Mm. In mm. memory, 
memory anyway. Yeah. Ugh. But understandable because the look of it, the graphics. Well, worth, think about this, Jerry, is it? that's 100 gig across two discs up through Midgar. So Red Dead was 100 gig for the entire game. This is 100 yeah. gig for episode one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could so see this game I'm easily in- becoming a terabyte. Yeah. Coming back to Dreams, though, like, I'm just shocked, one, that someone was able to recreate. Is it, the, like, a it's section Fallout. of Fallout 4? It's a section like of Fallout, and they're planning, yeah. on doing, oh. they're planning on doing the whole thing. Yeah. But this, this is what concerns me, like, it, for, like it's going to be like a Napster, I feel. Of, yep, uh, and, it's, you know, and, it's a, and Sony's already looking at that. that way. Yep, and um, Sony's If, if it's team, that strong... Uh, oh, you know, yep. that way. This is the second part that I'm also concerned yeah, about, yeah, and this yeah. is this is for uh, for all That's the people. That's a good over, idea, dude. This is for all the people over 18. So those that are not 18, please cover your ears <laughs> for that industry. <laughs> we all know what we're thinking. So if you're over 18, you know what I'm talking about. Anybody who's that, been. Anybody who's part of the Napster, oh, yeah, 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 you know yeah. that that probably yeah. would uh, would uh, be possible as well. Yep. I mean, we already have we already have the VR of it, so I mean. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing: right. to Jason's point, Sony's legal team is already looking at that, right? And yeah. they know that if somebody goes out and recreates Mario, right, chances are Nintendo's going to say, "Here's a cease and desist," and yeah. they'll right. pull it right then and right. there. So they're looking at what legal parameters they can do but just the simple fact that somebody recreated the whole opening area for fallout 4 up until including the garage with the power armor yeah and mind you six days it's been out for six days now the question is did this person have early access though so either either way either way it's still a recreation like of a game that took years like for Bethesda. For yeah. yeah. That's crazy. And it is yeah. almost pixel for pixel. Yeah. I cannot tell the difference. But who knows? Yeah. Like, this might even go, like... This might go the other way, too. Because technically, if... Do, you can create a full section. If, if this guy did it in six days, mm-hmm. if he really did it in six days, recreate this whole section that was... Yeah, took years to, to make... Obviously, the whole game, but sections take months and months. Yeah. Um, this could be a new, you know, a new tool on how to at least yep. speed up the process of making games. Well, and Media Molecules opening it leads to new game developers. Yeah. You know, oh, making yeah. full fledged games and everything. Yeah, and yeah. They want to bring it to. But, they want to bring it to PS Five. Yeah, as well. but you know so. what? Jason, like you bring up a really good point. Mm-hmm. I didn't even yeah, really I mean, think about the like comparing it to Napster was actually a great comparison because that's totally true. If if they don't want to pay the money, then who knows how many fans could I'll be just wait for them, I'll just wait for their favorite developer. Hey, make this game. Yeah, yeah. Here's the you know is I can see Bethesda with as much news as this is getting. I could see them sending a cease and desist letter to Sony and saying, "Hey, this needs to be taken down." Yeah, I really can't or because not, we already know Sony, Bethesda's I mean, hurting anyways. It would be Media Molecule. 
uh, Media Molecules owned by Sony. They're a, oh, oh, they're a wholly oh, owned subsidiary. Oh, okay. Yes. My bad. They're, uh, Media Molecule is like Naughty Dog, Sucker Punch, uh, oh, okay. Gorilla. They're, it's one of their worldwide studios. So, um, yeah, but I it's going to be at the same time. You, you got it. If, if they have to sift through every single thing that gets made, you know, it's going to be more nuisance than it's going to be to yeah. uphold it. Yeah. Like, like, like Napster. You know, it's going to be a lot of like, it's, it's going to be the, probably it's the Sony equivalent of the indie game um, push that Nintendo's done, you know? Yeah, but it's this takes super, it to a whole new level. Yeah, I mean, this is yeah. beyond. I mean, yeah, the moment, the, but the moment it goes, I mean, it's already out. So it, mm-hmm. now that it's online, how can they really stop it anyways? Well, here's my thing is like you look at the Nintendo indie revolution, right? It's because Sony, the Vita died off and everything, so they didn't have that much of a push for indie. But Nintendo, you still have to go through Kirk Scott and company at Nintendo to try and get your game onto the Switch. This way, you can build the game, and if it ranks high enough, if Media Molecule does what they want to do, you could end up getting your game onto the PlayStation Store and get paid. And get paid. Yeah, as one individual. I mean, if one individual yeah. is doing this, but yeah, essentially. Yep. That's crazy, but that yeah, that I'm, is amazing. That, that I mean, I do like that, but I do. I honestly do see both sides. It's yeah. It's, that is the beautiful awesome. aspect. That's the beautiful aspect. If this goes in the correct direction, and I'm hoping right. it yeah. does. Absolutely. Because the minute it doesn't, that's when like people that had the ability to or the possibility to you know not everybody can draw oh you know, and but mm-hmm. this this game will be able to like have a character model Correct. kind of ready for you or you know? so you or from an accessibility draw, think about accessibility right you you may yeah. have a disability that you yeah. could not do game design in with a keyboard and a mouse and all of that yeah. but you have a playstation controller in your hand to create these things with it opens doors, and I think to Jason's yeah. point, I think Sayobon, um, who's one of the creative directors on the game and the game director, is that I think her and her team have done such an amazing job and put so much blood, sweat, and tears in this game that I do hope, to Jason's point, it does go in the correct direction. Yeah, I totally because then agree I think eventually you're going to end up seeing to that point where if it, if you ban the game, right? you have that person all of a sudden, okay, cool. I'm just going to go recreate it. Well, then you're going to start looking at having to ban accounts. Then Mm -hmm. ban people completely. It just goes down an incredibly slippery slope of like, exactly. You know, you're going to have to start regulating. You're going to have to start filtering. You know, you're going to have to start. That's what really hurts the game. And and I think at this point, I think they're already looking at that, Jason, to keep from that slippery slope is with the legal team. They're looking at every little aspect to make sure they're covered because I don't think they even considered people recreating games that are already out there within dreams. Yeah. People have done it and posted it on YouTube and like, imagine some of those people who recreated the, uh, yep. uh, the, what was it? The Zelda Ocarina of time, but on the unreal engine, mm-hmm. imagine I, I, them doing that on dreams. Yep. I feel that they ha- they did think about that, but I don't think that they did it to like how like much to a T they could get that. 
happening. You know, that's that's the big thing. Where like they want to make you want to make like a, a, a old school GTA two top down looking thing. You know, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Make that again. You know, make it make it cool. You know, or if you want to have like like an old PlayStation One polygonic game that you like a lot, make it into like three D. Cool. That's great. But I don't know if they like saw how powerful it can be, where mm-hmm. you can literally make pixel for pixel everything that has already been out. You know, like yeah. that's that's kind of like oh man, I think it was too good. You know, uh, <laughs> and I, if if this came out with PS Five, man, oh man, I would have been like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like you would never see me again. I'd be making like small little mini games. You know. <laughs> done but it's right now it's just so much in the air because it's so open it's so freeing we'll 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 wait a little bit you know i'm not going to compare this to super mario maker or any other like little big planet because they had like their little filter they had this much you can put into the game they had this much you could do you know and people got creative with those it is little big planet on steroids yeah, I mean, you yeah. saw how creative people can get with those Mario Maker, Little Big Planet, right? Yeah. Now, if you have no limits, oh man! I mean, honestly, now yeah. it's like it's Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire going at it now. It's oh. you know that bad. It's yeah, and I love seeing it. I love seeing all the tweets about it because um, I follow Media Molecule and and Sailbon on on Twitter and and whatnot, and they are they're about. Uh, besides themselves with how how this is taking off for them so honestly i i i wish them nothing but the best and i hope they're enjoying some time off and and watching all these dreams and being able to dream surf and whatnot so um, yeah i'm interested now for also to see how it is for those other folks out there um sony is pulled out of pax east and they've also announced today that they're going to pull out a GDC as well, which is taking place in March, uh, all due to the coronavirus. Um, some people have given Sony some backlash for that because they think, well, it's not happening here. So, you know, you need to be there since you committed to being there. I'm sorry. This thing is spreading like wildfire. And it, I applaud Sony for not wanting to put their people in harm's way because it is one of those things that it you don't know it's there until you get flu-like symptoms, and then it's like, well, I guess we got to go to the hospital, and hopefully it's not coronavirus. So I applaud yeah. Sony for making that decision because, again, to our point earlier, it's just the game. Yeah. People yeah. are worth – their people and their families are worth more than your game being demoed on a show floor. Does it suck for the people that we're planning on going to – PAX East and seeing Last of Us 2 and playing the demo that was shown behind closed doors for that media-only event a couple months ago? Absolutely. You know, it's an hour-long demo. Does it suck that people going to the GDC to talk to some of the people from some of the Sony studios aren't going to be able to do that? Yes, it does. But, and the bottom line is, it's for their safety, and I will not knock Sony for it. No, no, not at all. No, they did the right thing. Yep. I, I want them to stay alive so they can make games better. You know? <laughs> right. Make more games. Yes. Yep. You know? So let's 
let's end this talking about some E3. So for our listeners, yes, we are still waiting on our verdict of our, our media passes that we've talked about. Hopefully that E3 will grant those for us so we can bring you guys, you know, the access that the IGNs and stuff have of the world. If we don't, we're still going to be there. But here's here's what ESA E3 um, had to say about this um, back on the 12th. And that E3 2020 will feature special guest gamers, celebrities, and digital programming on the show floor while connecting with global audiences through extended live streaming. A highlight will be the debut of an all-new floor experience that will be streamed to bring exclusive conversations with leading industry innovators and creators to attendees and fans worldwide. We are making it more interactive and immersive experience with a show floor that will amplify our exhibitors, their innovations, and announcements. So with that, they also changed up their schedule. And it is now going to be an industry badge holder day on day one, which is that Tuesday, which for people that have gone to the show, once they started having the gamer badges, gamer badges got in on Tuesday. It was just a a short day for them. And then they had Wednesday and Thursday. So now... Gamer badges are relegated to Wednesday, Thursday, as well as all the other badge holders can go Wednesday, Thursday. Yep. Um, now, they did lower the, the cost of the gamer badge down to 165 but it's for that's, two days. That's still, that's still expensive. That's still ridiculous. So when you look at what they've kind of said for E3, how they've kind of changed some things – you go back to the statement that Jeff Keeley made, which was, mm-hmm. for the past 25 years, I have attended every Electronic Entertainment Expo, a.k.a. E3. Covering, hosting, and sharing E3 has always been a highlight of my career, not to mention a defining part of my career. Sorry, always been a highlight of my year, not to mention a uh, part of my career. I'll I've debated what to say about E3 2020. While I want to support the developers who will showcase their work, I also need to be open and honest with you, the fans, about precisely what to expect from me. I've made the difficult decision to decline to produce E3 Coliseum. For the first time in 25 years, I will not be participating in E3. I look forward to supporting the industry in other ways and at other events in the future. If you you can't correlate the two of those, then there's something wrong. You can totally see what the changes that E3 has made with what Jeff Keighley's saying, Sony going, well, we've got the PS5 coming, but we're not going to be there. Uh, I honestly think that it is time for E3 to put up or shut up. You are either an industry show or you're a con, period. End of discussion. Are you going to compete with PAX East or are you going to be like a, a Gamescom or something like that where it is an industry show, but you need to choose one or the other? Yeah, yeah. They're they're at that threshold now. This is this is the year where I think after they have to decide the direction that they're going. I don't think that this is the like the year that's like the make or break. Um, I think I feel, it is. I feel that there's there's there's, there's going to be a couple more years of restructuring, rebuilding. Um, they're going to test out a lot of different theories in the years to come. Um, like I was saying earlier, 
um, on our previous uh, one of our previous podcasts for E3 to have a day for just media only. You know, that makes sense. That way we don't have a lot of the people just that way they can have the standby line just be the industry as well as have the regular media booking appointments. Then more of the media can hit everywhere within day one. They can also hit day two. They can also hit day three. You know, it does the uh, hour difference that they had uh, last year. Mm -hmm. It did make a difference for us as Gamer Pass holders. But at the same time, it was like they were learning. They were learning that like, hey, like all the media were taking all the spots before anybody from the gamer side would be able to check it out. And at that point, it becomes that industry only. So now that you have that first day, you know, I still wish that they extended the days one more day, you know, one. I think they should have added a day as well. Three three all-access days. Yeah. That would make the, that would be the ultimate, like, okay, like, if you don't get to see, let's say, if you don't get to see uh, Bethesda within four days, yeah, you actually had your chance industry day one correct all day game day two all day 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 three all day day four then apparently bethesda was not on your list that you wanted to go review because you had four full days to go for your meet through your media you know yeah all there is no way that all the media has booked for what would be like 30 hours oh yeah in four days, there's no way it's completely yeah. fully booked. So that five, that finish. added that final added day would probably be a lot better for the gamers, mm-hmm. yeah, for the was, people with the gamer passes. Yeah, and I, I'm only saying it just like as from the gamer side. I do understand from the industry point, like oh yeah, like there's still a lot of people waiting in line with the gamer badge that I'm at media badge as well. It's like I'm sitting in this line for two hours just like yeah. everyone else, you know. That's why you have an industry bed. That's why we had the first day. You see, yeah. okay, like we've we've seen all, like a lot of the floor within day one. Like even if it's just a preview or if it's just a walkthrough, we've hit at least four mm-hmm. or five places. Yeah, and we know where one. we're going. We know yeah. what we're going to yeah. hit. See, Jason, here's where I think it is. This is make or break for E3, right? Um, because you have Sony is now. This is this is year two. They're gone, year and I don't two. think they're coming back. I don't think they're coming back no, at all. No, um, no. EA is never coming back. They have their own thing. Microsoft is not coming back. They are. They do their press conference, right? But in essence, though, they're over at LA Live, over the Microsoft yeah, Theater. Now, Microsoft granted, you have to have theater. you have to have the badge to get in, but you know they're open. So I think I have a feeling that that Tuesday, Microsoft is going to be open to the gamer badges. It's not because you got to remember last year, right? We couldn't get in that first half of the day, you know, on Tuesday. So we went yeah. over and dealt with Microsoft. So I think ultimately um, the changes, how they change things on the show floor this year is going to make or break them because they've, they've been straddling the fence and they're losing money and they're trying to make up money. So, yeah. And you know, like, I don't, if I remember correctly last year, um, that was all, Pretty much, Microsoft was was in uh, their own theater. Correct. They didn't yeah. really have All a big presence in the in the. All they had was South Mixer. Hall, right? 
they just had Mixer over in the uh, yeah. The that's hallway, all they had. Uh, they they didn't really have a lot of showstoppers. Yeah, in you know, mixed in with Nintendo, yeah. it was a lot of like Nintendo and. It was the like Nintendo and the South Hall. Yep. Yeah, like a lot, of, like a lot of um, like customer based like type of stuff. The stores, yeah. the vendors. Uh, Nintendo was really kind of alone last year. It was, and I think that's the way it's yeah. going to be. This is why I think yeah. it's dying, and it's time they just need to just figure it out. So, um, now real quick, that's why um, I kind of agree as well with Matt. Uh, I, I think this is make or break, and they got to restructure. Jerry, we I have, think they just. I think it's like a couple more years to finally like figure out exactly what it's going to be. Cause every year we're seeing something different every year, like for the past yeah. four, four or five years, almost something different, something different. And we'll see. They're testing, they're testing it out without having to like, Oh, okay. You know what? We're going to define it this way. So Jerry, time will tell. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of time and Bert Van Winkle, um, we had a comment from last week. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> so, Newman said, "Don't judge a don't judge a game based on Jerry's memory." I am surprised. <laughs> Hold on, it gets better. Uh, it gets better. Uh, he says, "I am surprised he remembers anything beyond Red Dead 2. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Man, he's good. Touche. That is very true. I, I have been obsessed. You know. And uh, here's the thing: is okay. I haven't, I haven't been able That's to really type. I haven't really been able to talk to Newman because I've been off for the last three weeks. So <laughs> that's, a, that's a valid point. So yeah, uh, my little yeah, yeah, I get that. That's so funny. listeners, you know, keep bringing those comments because we definitely <laughs> want to see them. So, um, so let's let's start segueing on out of out of here tonight, and uh, you know, let's let's start with. With old uh, bottle caps over there. I know you've been kind of recovering, not able to see much this week, but what have you been able to play over the last week? Uh, well, when I, before the surgery, uh, I, for the listeners, I, I, I had LASIK surgery uh, very recently. So um, the, the week leading up to the surgery, uh, I've just been sticking with Death Stranding and Darksiders again. I'm pretty much done with Darksiders. And I'm going to put more focus on Death Stranding. All right, then. Yeah. And then yeah. So, hopefully some... You played the first sword. two, right, Jerry? The first two Darksiders? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm a yeah. fan of the the third-person um, video games. I, I'm not yeah, going to buy Genesis because it is a prequel, and uh, I'm not too jazzed about it. Even though it is getting rave reviews, good. Keep yeah. the keep the franchise alive, but I like the original games. Yeah, like I the mean, action it's bringing out Strife, the, it's bringing out the fourth uh, horseman, yeah. you know, which I'm going to get it just for it because, like, I have to kind of complete up, like, ride this out. Um, overall, three was kind of like the, three was the carryover for me. It was the... Uh, I totally agree. I, yeah, well, honestly, I just, I just kept, as more and more as I've been playing, I'm like, it's a lot like one. So, so yeah. I felt like I've been playing. I played this already. So I'm just trying to get through to complete it. Cause I'm a fan of the story and the franchise for me too, was more of like an RPG based, like action adventure, which was way more fun. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, and and I appreciate the the Genesis one because it's it, it's totally cool. It's just not my wheelhouse. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll let you, I'll let you know as well. Yeah, let me know. So Jason, what have you been playing? Have you gotten that Platinum oh, Catherine yet? I am very close. Oh, I, I am. So if uh, <laughs> to all the fans out there, I've been on the uh, quest for the Platinum for Catherine. I have the PS3 one already. I need the PS4 one. Um, I don't. Such I don't want it. I need it. I need. Um, but uh, for those that, that have played it, he needs that full body. Oh, uh, full body, man! All body. <laughs> uh, it's. Uh, I'm at the the end of the Rapunzel stages. It's such a uh, weird game. <laughs> I know it's a good. It's a good game, man. It is. No, I. It, I totally like. I get it, and it is. It's just one of those out there games that like. Man, it's it's cool. It's Atlas, man. Shout out, shout outs to Atlas because yeah. one of the things that I love about them now is that even though it's still happening, they are starting to pause recordings for when you get closer to the end of games, just so uh, you don't get to see who the last boss is or get to see how people fight it, etc. Even though people still do record it offhand, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, when I was going through. Uh, Catherine full body a few weeks ago. I was like, man, and I forgot to bring it up because I was just just trying to like go through it like multiple multiple times. Huh. Um, no, one of the things that I, I found that I like about Atlas and shout out to Atlas, I will still buy all your games. Um, they block out the last two bosses that they have. Um, and Atlas, full body. if you have any positions for custodial jobs on site. <laughs> Jason is available. Atlas, uh, Atlas Square Enix, shout out to both y'all. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm a diligent worker. I can give you a full insight on all, pretty much all your games. <laughs> uh, I will, uh, if you need a QA, you know, I'm, I'm right Testing there. Shout out to them. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I should be getting the platinum, plat, the platinum, the plat, platinum. <laughs> Uh, the next time we meet, I will have that platinum. Nice. Okay, we heard it. We heard it. You better have it. Yeah, I will have it. I'll, I will. <laughs> so, I man, what back. about you? I yeah. went back to yeah. division. I went back. Oh, I you did? New York. I've seen I you in New York. I've seen you as well. How's your team doing? How are your Colorado? Oh, let's see here. Anyway. So, let, let's talk about some things here. So, uh, my uh, Rockies are still in First place in my MLB the show. Oh, okay. Even though the Dodgers just took two of three at Coors Field from me. Oh, shout out to the Dodgers team. No, I'm kind of balancing some things, so I'm not playing that as much. Um, I dove back into division, um, went up to complete episode three, which was Coney Island, which by far the the team at Ubisoft Reflections um, did a lot of work and it, it is gorgeous. Yeah, uh, so, so for our fans, you can go check out you know our Facebook page, my Twitter account, and also our in-game creation sections on the website to see some of those uh, in-game virtual photography shots that I did take. Um, but like they did some subtle nuances too, like driver one and two. They have in-game like little sit-down arcade games for it, which oh, yeah. Ubisoft Reflections did. Driver One and Two. They have For Honor. I you told me They've about got that. like 
what is it for uh far cry what was it blood dragon or whatever that really weird yeah the 80s option one yeah, yeah. yeah i mean they had little all those little things in the arcade just to kind of look around at um just little things here and there like the haunted house that they did it, it was built like it was a haunted house ride it was great oh, you got cool. all the different setups and everything um and the missions were hard it it, it was great it was it was one it was hard enough and for a single player but it wasn't overwhelming like the pentagon was where you kind of probably needed somebody else with you yeah um but it was it was fantastic it's prepped everything leading up to warlords of new york and the hunt for uh for keener so i'm looking forward to that um I dove a little bit more back into Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm slowly working my way up. Um, for that platinum? For that? No, I already have the platinum. I want the hundred percent trophy list. I'm going above. Oh, and okay. Because, okay. Because there's the platinum. Okay. Yes. Yeah, because it's at ninety percent. It's just like that. It annoys yeah. me. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, um, beat the game on new game plus and new game plus ultra hard. So I'm going through on ultra hard, and it's. Honestly, the more I play yeah. and get back into that whole stealth aspect that I had, yeah. it's mm. not it's not hard. It, oh, you know, really? now, granted, I haven't come across a Thunderjaw yet. Yeah. Or Maul, yeah. But but so that's, far, that's all I'm saying. Like you you get that appreciation when you do play on like the hardest difficulty. It is. You know, it you is, understand it, it. It will kick and, you up though. It will absolutely. Yeah, but that's up, so. that's why I play um, it, man. That's why I play it on the ultra hard one for the trophies. Then, but too, yeah, you gotta get that. You guys, you guys can keep that. Go ahead. You guys go ahead and keep that. Sorry. I'll stick yeah. to normal. Okay. Normal. Absolutely. I'm good there. Okay. Yeah. Jesse. Anyways, um, also fired back up Killzone Shadowfall. Oh, does, so, it, does it still look pretty? Oh, yes, it does. Because it still here, after doing some um, research for the article I wrote on Gorilla and how they kind of grew from Killzone to Horizon on the current generation is that Killzone Shadowfall uses the Decima engine, which it was in its infancy back then, and it powered Horizon, and it powers Death Stranding. They actually, um, Hideo needed a game engine. Gorilla said, you can use Decima. Here you go. So Sweet. it looks absolutely stunning. Um, I took some in-game shots, got one of them posted to the Twitter account um, tonight before we uh, recorded. But the game itself holds up tremendously. The game, the gun mechanics are still so tight. It, it's what Gorilla does best. And it is still one of those ones that, as much as I do enjoy Halo and, and what Master Chief and all that is, even during the PS2 days with Killzone 1 and 2 and then Killzone 3 on Those the PS3, I still yeah. think that Killzone is a better shooter than Halo. Those really because were of the a way lot the of gun mechanics are. Yeah. Mm. So, so, yeah, I've been playing that. Then, of course, MLB cool. and yeah, a little bit I, of Ace I Combat. I kind of agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Still, uh, still getting in that... Getting ready, getting ready for that. I need, I, I oh, yeah. feel the need. I, I, I already have the need, Jerry. And I'm at That's that point I where mean. I want to ask for permission to buzz the tower. Oh. I cannot <laughs> wait for for the end of June when Top Gun hits. 
Yeah, but that's gonna I be- just but you know me though. I've always I'm I've always been a fighter jet fan. I already love oh, it. Oh yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yep. So for all our listeners, I want to thank you for crashing game night with us tonight. As always, if you like what you heard, leave those comments, especially on iTunes, because it helps with the rankings and everything. Make sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to us on right now so you can get the latest episodes. Um, make sure to follow us on our website, CrashingGameNight.com, over on Twitter at CGN Podcast. We also have our Facebook page. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at CGN underscore Matt. I want to say everyone be excellent to each other and stay frosty. Later, nerds. I was going to do Theo's exit. Is it me? I guess I'll do it. TTFN, ta-ta for now. (laughs) Ta-ta for now. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Good night.